Jason Swain touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whip him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me to his house and a red flag. Tennessee number one. Tennessee number one. Swain event fueled by that in barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is Thursday. Your team is number one in the country. You got a big game this weekend. Ben McKee is on the other line. We fired up this evening. What's up, Ben McKee? What's up, Jay Swain? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go, man. Tomorrow afternoon, the Tennessee Volunteers hit the road to Atlanta for Athens, Georgia. This game, 3.30 CBS, the biggest game of the year, the biggest game for Tennessee since 2001 versus LSU in the SEC Championship game, in my opinion. It is going to be it. It is going to be lit. And hopefully, Tennessee comes out on top. This is a big one, Ben. It, it, it is huge. Uh, some people are already calling it the, the game of the century. I <laughs> don't know that I'm willing to go that far just yet, but it, it's up there with with any football game Tennessee can play. Uh, certainly in, in my lifetime, it, it's up there with uh, the, the big ones, all of them. Uh, this may be the biggest game I, I've ever witnessed in my life. I, I thought Tennessee-Alabama was a couple of weeks ago, but uh, because Tennessee took care of business against Alabama and took care of business against Kentucky, now they're playing uh, in a playoff game on Saturday in Athens, and it'll be really fun. I'm curious, uh, since, since you became a Vol back in the, the year 2002, I assume, is, is when you committed to Tennessee – Three, I made it official in 2003, but I did commit in, in 02. Okay. Okay, we'll say 03. But th- this has to be up there for you, right? Th- this has got to be the, the biggest game that, that you've seen, is it not? I mean, it's the biggest game that I've witnessed, for sure. I mean, uh, the 2004 SEC Championship game was huge, but, I mean, we had a couple losses. Um, but the opportunity to win the SEC was you know, a huge opportunity for us that we fell short of doing. But this this is the biggest one, man. This is the biggest one, in my opinion, since 2001, where Tennessee had an opportunity to beat LSU in the SEC Championship game and go play for a national championship. You win this one, you're going to handle business throughout the, the season, and it doesn't really matter what happens in the SEC Championship game. As long as you don't embarrass yourself, you should be playing for the college football playoff. So this is it, man. This is it. Uh, I felt confident going into the Alabama game. I was pressuring you to pick Tennessee to, to win because I was that confident. Um, this game was on the road. I think Tennessee has a lot of confidence. I think Tennessee has a lot of opportunities to, to win this game. I, I feel I feel good uh, about Tennessee's chances and um, looking forward to kind of seeing it in person. In person, huh? I, I hear you have a, a, a new role. Maybe we can dive into that a, a, a little bit. Later, I, I saw I'm you. I saw you playing. last game, man. I tried to offer you some pizza. I I know last last game you saw me in work mode uh, afterwards, uh, and, and I, I wish that I would have taken your your little crust that you had left over <laughs> uh, for me because typically there's pizza waiting back upstairs in the press box My when post game has finished, and it was all gone. My so I, I should have. I should, yeah, it probably was you. And, and look, life. look. All, all I know is there's always pizza. Suddenly, you're the sideline guy, and <laughs> you have pizza. And and for the first time that I've been covering games, there's no pizza left by the time I get back up there. I had one Common slice. denominator is you. I had so, one slice. I had one slice. But you got to think about it, too. Like, you know, Holly Rowe was there. ESPN was there. Tennessee, you know, Herb Street and Fowler was there. Tennessee is fun to watch. 
a lot of people here wanting to see the Tennessee Volunteers. So I just had one slice, Ben. And I try to give you half of it, kind of. Yeah, not half. You tried to give me the crust. It, it wasn't <laughs> even pizza at that point. But I, I'm excited. I, I'm really excited to get down there. And Swain, I feel confident as well. I, I kind of said on the Go Vols 247 podcast after the beatdown of Kentucky, I, I came out and flat said that I, I thought Tennessee was going to beat Georgia. Uh, I, I do. I, I feel like this is very, very similar to the Alabama game in, in terms of well, you ain't picking. Georgia. Why you pick I'm picking Tennessee. Why you I'm pick, picking Tennessee. Why you ain't pick Tennessee Alabama games? This is so similar. I, I was about to get into that. Okay, um, go ahead. Don't let, let don't <laughs> let me interrupt you. Let me just sit on back and, and recline in this chair. You know, I, I ain't been sitting in these chairs as much. You, you remember we got new chairs <laughs> in the studio. They're real comfortable. Let me just lean on back and recline. Go ahead, man. The floor is yours. Let us know why it's the same and why you didn't pick Tennessee against Alabama. Well, the the first time as I showed my work on that particular Thursday night, I thought Tennessee had a legitimate chance to to win. I I detailed the matchups that I thought went in Tennessee's favor, and, and I talked myself all the way up into the point of picking Tennessee to beat Alabama. It was just a psychological thing. I, I just could not bring myself to do it because I had not seen it done for the last 15 years and I'm only 27 years old. So the majority of my lifetime, I've seen Tennessee beat, get beaten down by Alabama. So that's why I didn't pick Tennessee. It, it, it had absolutely nothing to do with this year's version of the game. But in all seriousness, at that point, I was, I was still just kind of waiting on the other shoe to drop um, just because I, I, I didn't expect this. Nobody expected Tennessee to be eight and zero going into to Athens, and and if you did, I, I think you're lying. Quite frankly, no, <laughs> nobody expected this in year two of of Josh Heupel. So I, I think part of it was I was just waiting on the other shoe to drop. Like surely this is not going to happen this quickly, and and sure enough, uh, it, it has. And honestly, the defensive performance against Kentucky, which I didn't think Kentucky was going to go out there and just light Tennessee up, because I do think Will Levis is overrated in the sense of he's not a top five, top 10 pick, mm -hmm. but the, the way the defense performed uh, against Kentucky and, and the way the offensive line continues to dominate, the defensive line continues to dominate. Uh, it seems like they may have found something in the secondary, small sample size. We'll, we'll see if it was truly a step forward over the next couple of weeks, but it looked like they took a step forward. Uh, the defense as a, as a whole looks like it's getting better each week and, uh, Georgia has talent. Don't get it twisted. Uh, but I, I do think that it feels like Georgia is due for a loss the way some of their previous performances have have looked, which feels the same as Alabama. I, I said it that week. Alabama felt due for a loss, uh, and, and they played like it. Uh, Georgia's been flirting with, with disaster, and, and Tennessee is not a team because of Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt and, and Cedric Tillman and Brew McCoy and so on and so forth. Not a team that you can play with fire with. They're, they're just not because all of a sudden you're going to be down 10, 14, 20 points and it's going to be a ball game. So uh, I, I just, I've gotten over the fear of the other shoe just dropping. That is why I'm picking Tennessee to beat Georgia. I, 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 I don't know that Tennessee's better from top to bottom, but I think the, the, the matchups really play into Tennessee's favor, just like it did uh, against Alabama. I know what changed, Ben. I know what changed. This is what changed. Hey, 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 the hype train. That's what changed, Ben. Well, I will say since since the last time, I, I guess it was, yeah, it was the last time we did a show because you and I had Thursday night plans. The, the next, No, I guess we did it on a Wednesday. I don't know. I'm confused. You had, it, you had Thursday night plans. Last week, yes, my sister got married, but I'm trying to remember. That was Kentucky week. Did, did we do a show Martin week? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, we. Yeah, we did. We did do that that Wednesday. I just am blanking on it. That that feels like three months ago. Um, but I'm. I didn't bring this up, but something has changed since that Alabama preview show that we we did, and that's the fact that I saw the originator of the hype train. I, I saw Vol Nation right before I was walking into the Alabama game and, and he got me all hyped up. So yeah, you're right. Something has changed and it's exactly that. I've seen Vol Nation since then. Yeah, I think what else has changed is this football team has changed. 
they've gotten better since the Bama game. Yes. I mean, they, they, they have gotten better each and every week. You look at the Pittsburgh game and how there were so many questions about the offense. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that? What the hell's going on with this offense? I, ooh, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Ball State, what what is up with this pass rush? Oh, can we get to the quarterback? I was like, hey, man, you won the game. You have opportunity to improve. That's what it's about early in the season. Let's see if they improve. You beat Florida. Man, this defense, oh, man, uh, this defense. Uh, but they gotten better, and they've won. This team has won in different ways. Like, Kentucky was just – I mean, it's pure, it's pure domination from start to finish, except for the one drive that, that Tennessee allowed uh, from Kentucky. And then you had a offensive possession that was probably the worst offensive, offensive possession of the season. <laughs> you had a 15 yard offensive uh, pass interference penalty. We had a false start. You had a hold. I mean, it was a, it was an atrocious uh, series. And then you punted it. Kentucky goes down to score. After that, it was a, it was a wrap. That was a dominating performance. LSU was a dominating performance in all in all three phases. But this team has gotten better in, in different ways. The new guys have stepped up. I mean, the Florida game, think about Ramel Keaton stepping up. Uh, this past game, Danico Slaughter stepped up. So, like, new guys, being, they, they keep stepping up. It's been it's been so fun, so so cool to uh, to witness. It has, and and I'm really excited to see Tennessee's defense this week. They obviously have a a tall challenge in, in front of them. Uh, Georgia's tight end room is just stupid. <laughs> uh, Brock yeah. Bowers, one of the best college football players there there is, and and can hurt you in in so many ways. And and then Darnell Washington, a name Tennessee fans are very familiar with. He he's a a nightmare matchup. Uh, he he's too big. For corners, he's too big for safeties, too big for linebackers, too quick for linebackers. I mean, he, somebody that big should not be able to run that fast. But uh, aside from those two, I don't know how you feel, Swain, but Georgia's offense doesn't really scare me. Um, I, I I think Tennessee's defensive line can definitely beat and, and win the matchup with Georgia's offensive line. Stetson Bennett, I like Stetson Bennett. But he, he he doesn't want he he doesn't have the dynamic playmakers uh, around him that that he did last year or the year prior and I think that that plays a, a role. Ad Mitchell uh, has missed some time due to injury and that seems to have really hurt Georgia from an explosive playmaking uh, ability. They they haven't been as explosive with Ad Mitchell not in there and, and they have some nice receivers. Wad uh, McClellan. McClunkley, however you say his last name, uh, he, he's he, he's pretty good, um, but just nobody that scares you. Just like Alabama, like Alabama has Jameer Gibbs. Obviously, he scares you. But in terms of the other skill personnel, their receivers, their their tight ends, they they didn't really scare you. You, you knew they were good, capable of making plays, but they're they're not game changing players like Alabama and like Georgia had last year. And I, I think that's the biggest difference and and why I'm confident. Kenny McIntosh is a good running back but he's not great uh, like what Georgia had last year. So I, I, I don't know. It seems like they're also kind of in a funk. The, the score against Florida looks good, but I, I didn't think it was a, a great look for them to, to let Florida climb back in it late in the third quarter the you way learn, that they did. You learn uh, and, and credit to them, they pulled back away in the fourth quarter. But it, it just – something feels off, and nothing feels off about this Tennessee football team right now. Yeah. I mean, think about the Pittsburgh game – Thinking about the Florida game, you, you, you won, but you learned some lessons about how to finish, how to make sure that you don't give up punts, uh, blocks. We haven't had a punt block since, knock on wood, since the, the Pittsburgh game. So, like, you want some things to happen while you still win so that way you can improve on it so that way it doesn't become an issue later when you're playing a really significant game where the whole season's riding on it, like this game right here. So, uh, here we go, man. Here we go. Uh, Hewitt says, Swain, did you just blame Holly Rowe on the piece of shortage? Come on, man. <laughs> I did not just say Holly Rowe. I said Herb Street and Fowler and Holly Rowe, the ESPN crew, they brought the main crew out. There's more people at the games following Tennessee because Tennessee is uh, exciting. I saw so many people at the Alabama game because I watched the, the game from uh, Vault Network uh, 
box and it was right next to the press box. And there were so many, so many folks there. I got a chance to meet Harry Douglas for ESPN that weekend. And ESPN had like a, they had like a, they had about 15 people, man, sitting at the table. Pete Thamble saw him like ESPN sent so many people uh, to that game. So that's what I mean. There's more people, I think, at these games, media. So there's less pizza for people. That's why Ben came in there all late and didn't get a piece of pizza. And, and the, the TV crew was humongous, too, yeah. uh, in terms of the people behind the scenes. I mean, it, it was well after the, the Kentucky game ended, and, and there were a bunch of minions running around trying to pack up all the TV gear. So I, I'm sure they, they snuck some pizza as well. I only had one slice, man. One slice. That's all I had. That's it. Mm-hmm. One slice. You Don't even try. You saw the slice. You saw the crust. I had one crust I tried to offer to you. <laughs> So I just have- yeah, you're, you're right. But see, I, I'm I'm I've turned into a real professional because I, I know where the other snacks are in the Neyland Stadium press box. Because wink, wink, uh, the the coaches box may may or may not leave some some energy drinks and and some sugar cookies behind. So you still in the coaches snacks? Yeah. Oh. Thanks, thanks, Coach Golish for for the Red Bull each week. I, I really appreciate it. It helps a ton. I know he's drunk a bunch of them this week, you know, doing some of the post-game interviews with um, some of the players while network. I, Hypo got out of there so fast because he wanted to go ahead and tape or do his show Bob Kessling, and then he wanted to start his Georgia prep. So these coaches have been, I mean, they've been on it this week. I know they've been on it because this is the opportunity for for them to – do something maybe they haven't done in their entire career, and let's go out and win a win a championship. Like they understand what's at stake here, and Josh Hyper might get paid, paid. Um, hey, <laughs> he about to get paid, paid. So hey. I don't think these guys slept much this week at all. But f- you can't tell because Hype super laid back and chill. He's super laid back and chill, having a good time, yucking it up being relaxed and I think it's because he's been in this moment as a player and there's no reason to be uptight it's a big game but you ex- you executed before you prepared and you don't want your guys playing uptight you don't want to be telling your guys oh don't look at the rankings cover your eyes you know remember back in the day when you was young and someone would come on tv and Miss Anita would cover your eyes oh, don't watch that don't watch that man like, you can't do that with these players, man. They see all that stuff. So, you keep it real with them. You let them know, hey, man, you're number one. But you, if you don't take care of business, you ain't going to be number one for long. So, I don't think the, the moment is too big. And these guys are going to go out there and have fun. I think they're confident. And Tillman, he looked pretty healthy to me last week, man. Yeah. I was watching he, him do warm-ups. He, he, yeah, he, he looked good to me. Uh, Josh Eichel said after the game that he was on a pitch count, and and that was pretty evident. I, I loved how they went right to him right mm-hmm. away, uh, and, and and he looked good. Obviously, you can break down the intricacies of the receiver position better than I can, so maybe you saw something else that, that you can add context to that I cannot. But I, I thought he looked awesome. And then obviously with him being on a pitch count, uh, by, by the time his second shift or third shift came around, so to speak, the game was out of hand and, and, and you didn't need to play him at, at that point. So I, I'm excited to see what he does this week. I, I'm I'm very curious to see how Georgia tries to defend Tennessee. I, I thought it was very interesting that Jalen Hyatt uh, talked to, about this week to the media that uh, against LSU and Alabama, that they were expecting LSU and Bama to come out and, and play more man and press and uh, they did not. They they came out and um, I, I think he said LSU ran ran quarters, quarters. coverage a, a lot, quarters, uh, yeah. and then Bama ran Bama ran a lot of zone as well. So I'll be curious to see. And I actually wanted to ask you about this tonight. Um, I'll be curious to see if if Kirby does the opposite and, and instead of going zone, Kentucky went zone as well and was quarters. not going to give up the big play to Hendon. They, they, they were going to force him to. I, I don't either, especially after last year. They did the same thing, and all Hendon did was dink and dunk all the way down the field, and they still put up 45 on them. So I, I don't I don't know why either. But I'll be curious to see if Kirby comes out and, 
and tries to man up Tennessee's receivers and press them, which leads me to my question for you. If that were to happen, are are you confident that they can win at the line of scrimmage? Uh, The guys you'll be pressing up will be Tillman and Brew McCoy. So you want to, you want to get bitch pressed by Brew McCoy? Go ahead. (laughs) And Tillman. (laughs) You want to get bench pressed by Tillman? Go ahead. I think, you know, for Hyatt it's best for him to be in the slot. And I don't know how he would be on the line. I haven't really seen his releases and all that, all that in a while. But the way that they use Hyatt is is perfect. It is genius. And some of those the releases, the stems, whether it's inside or outside, stack uh, formation that we see with the wide receivers, the on the run uh, reads that they have. It's it's genius. And the only way I think Georgia can stop this offense is get pressure on Hendon Hooker. I made an um, analogy today on the show, and we had DJ Shockley on too, and DJ was very complimentary of Tennessee's offense. What, what a lot of trash talk today between DJ and <laughs> Nervous. I. Nervous. I mean, I ain't want to bring it up. I'm just saying, what a lot of trash talk between him and I. Um, but I made this analogy today on Joshua Swain talking about Iron Man, the first Iron Man, when um, he took the bad guy up, up, up into outer space almost and the bad guy's suit kind of froze up well early in that movie when he first put on the iron man suit and got it developed he went up up to the to outer space and tested it and realized at that moment oh yeah this happens when you when you when you go into outer space so he knew that but the bad guy didn't my point is if you tennessee offense you want this game to be in the 40s and the 50s Tennessee is comfortable being in the 40s and 50s. Tennessee is comfortable being in hot altitude. They're comfortable approaching outer space, going up those, uh, going up to those high numbers and score. Georgia, that's that's not what they want to do. Tennessee's defense is prepared for that too. This team is built like that. Hey, we're gonna give up yards defensively. Have, haven't y'all seen the the haters? When people are talking about how good Tennessee is and how Tennessee should be the number one team, what's the what's the one thing they go to, Ben? Defense. What about the defense? What about it? Yeah, they give up yards, but the takeaways speak for themselves. You kick field goals, it's over. We're getting stops. I don't know the stop rate this point. I know two weeks ago it was like twenty percent or twentieth in the country. I don't know what the stop rate is where Tennessee is right right now, but that's all that matters. And last time I checked. This ain't golf. The, the team that has the most points win the game, whether it's uh, 99 to 98 or 9 to 10. It don't matter. So in eight games this year, Tennessee has scored more points than the opponent. Tennessee is comfortable going to outer space in terms of points. Is Georgia comfortable? If you're Tennessee, you want this thing, um, you know, high digits and defense. You already know that this is the game plan and, all you need is a Danico Slaughter play. All you need is a Amari Thomas play against Florida, right? Remember the the, the fumble that he created? Danico Slaughter hit, had the hit, had the interception with Juwan Mitchell. All you need is one or two of those, and it's a wrap. <laughs> or a muff punt, Alabama. All you need is one or two of those, and it's a wrap. So that's how I'm looking at this game, Ben. I'm with you. I, I, I like Tennessee's chances a, a ton in this game. Obviously, Georgia is very capable of beating Tennessee, and I'm very interested to to see what we learn about Georgia because I, I don't really know what to think of, of Georgia at the moment. Their, their win over Oregon to start the season obviously looks really impressive at this point as, as Oregon and Bo Nix have gotten better and better each week. But I also do think that if you wanted to, you could play devil's advocate and, and say that, hey, First game for Dan Lanning, had to come all the way across the country and just they never had a chance to win that game. Um, but nonetheless, it's really impressive win for Georgia. But since then, what they, what have they done that it has been impressive? Beat up on Vanderbilt, <laughs> struggled against Kent State, struggled on the road at Missouri. Um, and again, the, the score at Florida looked pretty afterwards, but. Georgia did not look good in in the the middle of that football game, allowing Florida to climb back into it. So, 
Uh, the win over Oregon was impressive, but they haven't done anything impressive since. And, and this is their first big test since the Oregon game to start the season. So I, I think we're going to learn a lot about Georgia. And I think it's one heck of a test that, that if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm, I'm pretty nervous because I've sat back and watched Hendon Hooker play better football than anybody in the country, regardless of position. And, you know, one thing that helped Tennessee uh, against Alabama was the environment, yeah. the atmosphere. It, it's going to be real strong in Athens on Saturday. There's no doubt about that. But I don't I, I would be very surprised if if the offense was impacted by the environment the way that Alabama's was in, in Neyland. And it's nothing against Georgia. It's just a simple fact that no game ever seems too big for Hendon Hooker. No game has ever seemed too big for Hendon Hooker. So I would be very surprised if if the atmosphere had an impact on the Tennessee offense because of that, um, just because of Hendon Hooker's ability to to just be so cool out there on the field and, and not get rattled by by anything. So I, I really like Tennessee's chances in, in this football game. I really do. Before we go to break, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jennifer Morris. She partnered up with uh, Jalen Hyatt. Tennessee's wide receiver, NIL deal. So, uh, shout out to Jennifer Morris. How about that? The GOAT doing GOAT things. I know, right? So, congratulations. I'm talking about Jennifer, not (laughs) Jalen. Congratulations, Jennifer Morris, Kelly Williams Realty. That's awesome to be able to uh, link up with probably the hottest college football player in the country other than Henan Hooker, who is now your favorite to win the Heisman. So an event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, live here from the Low T Center Studio, Ben McKee of Go Vols 247. It's a Swain event, y'all. Tennessee, number one in the country. We'll take a quick timeout, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say. Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Yeah. Ben McKee. Go Balls 247. Jason Swain here with you. Hope you are having a great evening. Thank you for making the Swain event part of your evening. Tennessee number one in the country. <laughs> oh boy, so weird. But hypo players are focused, and that's cool. We can talk about it. We can talk about being number one in the country. It's all good. Let's go to the phones. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. You can give us a call straight from the Sweat Event app. That's free for Android Apple devices. You can uh, use a text box there. 
go back and forth. Well, you can ask questions and comment, and we get a chance to see that and answer whatever questions that you may have. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Hey. What's up, Turkey Man? Hey, buddy. I wasn't sure if I made, made contact or not. Oh, yeah. How about that? Number one in the nation. Yep. How about that? At, at least for three days. Yeah. At oh, least. We've seen, we've seen that kind of go a time or two, ain't we? Yep, yep. Yeah, but it's nice right now. Hey, I got a question, too. Uh, one thing, you kind of touched on it. They're... Uh, their tight ends is, is the ones they got two of them, and uh, I like to maybe get your brain on how you would stop them or slow them down. Uh, maybe off the line of scrimmage. Uh, uh, what are you allowed to do before they break the line of scrimmage? Because they've set up like a blocker, uh, and uh, I was wondering about that. Also, I know that we're going to, you know, we're undefeated. Georgia's undefeated. One of us will be uh, a one loss and want to have a chance to be an undefeated team playing in the SEC championship. And there's a good chance that we'd be playing, one of, the, one of us would be playing possibly a two-loss uh, West team. And if the two-loss West team was to win, uh, they said the, SEC, the championship goes, the champ, one that wins the championship goes to the playoffs. Uh, was that live for the fate of the other two? Yeah, I don't see a two-loss team um, going to the playoffs unless, like, everybody falls out. Uh, you know, LSU won the championship in 07 um, with, with two losses. I just – I don't I don't see that playing out. I mean, you got Oregon that's probably going to handle business in the Pac-12 and, and win their conference after losing early to Georgia. You're going to have one loss between Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson. Hell, they don't play anybody. So, you know, they're probably going to, you know, do their thing or whatever and – uh, win their conference. So, if if you know Bama loses to LSU, they're gonna be in trouble. I mean, if LSU goes out and lose again, and then Bama plays in you know plays an SEC championship game and win against the East opponent, I they're not gonna be. Uh, I think in a college football playoff. But whoever loses this game between Tennessee and Georgia still has a chance. Still has a chance. Georgia, I don't I don't know if they. They have a good enough chance to Tennessee if they lose because they did not play a team like Alabama in the regular season. This schedule is softer than Tennessee's. But somebody's going to be well, real salty. <laughs> well, what I'm, what I'm saying is is, is a good chance that the West team, one of them, you know, Alabama could beat, uh, you know, uh, undefeated, you know, Alabama, I mean, uh, Tennessee or Georgia. And so that being said, here we got three one-loss teams. If I think if, if Tennessee ends up being the the one-loss team in that scenario, then I I would think that Tennessee has a good chance because Tennessee will have beaten Alabama and also have beaten um, LSU, which that win continues to look better and better, and also. When, when is Tennessee's one loss coming? Is it a close loss to Georgia this weekend? And Tennessee's 11-1 and one with a close loss to Georgia on the road? I, I think Tennessee would have a, a good chance of, of making it in the playoffs with, with that resume. But also, I, I think if, if Tennessee beats Georgia on Saturday and goes 12-0 and goes to Atlanta and they lose in Atlanta, I, I still think that they make the playoffs. I think 12-1 and one SEC East champion – Tennessee makes it to the playoffs, even if they lose in Atlanta. I think they're still in the playoffs. Yeah. I agree with that. that. That I agree with. I just wondered about the other scenario I've laid out. I'll get out of here. Talk to you later. All right, Turkey Man, thank you. Yeah, you lose Georgia, you need things to fall in place for you. Uh, and they could. But if you handle business Saturday, don't really matter, don't really matter what happens in Atlanta. You, you you in the show. You in the show. So, What a world. I know, right? Finally. Finally, Ben. Been on the radio all this time. I know. Talking about how sorry Tennessee is. And I can't wait for us to get back. And then, boom, here it is. Maybe we were the issue. 
guess so. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe Swain event being on every every morning from seven to ten on the weekdays was, was the problem. <laughs> since he hasn't lost since uh since it stopped. I know. <laughs> I know, right? So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. You know that ain't real. Just like how folks were thinking Peyton Manning was a uh, 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 jinx. You know how dumb that was? Think about how dumb that was. Like, at first, it was kind of so it was kind of funny. Like, ha, ha, ha. But after you, like, stopped and thought about it, like, other people were really taking this stuff serious. No, Peyton was coming to games where we stunk. That's, that's the game he was coming to. He didn't come to any UT Chattanooga, Tennessee games. If he would have, excuse me, if he would have, he wouldn't have been um, looked at as bad luck. He would have been good luck. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good evening. What's up, man? It's your boy, Big South Rob. Big South Rob? I said shot, not South. Big shot, shot Rob. My bad, man. What you eating, Doritos or something? I couldn't understand you. Man, nobody eating nothing, food. <laughs> Dude, you know, it's, uh, it's 7 o'clock. I can't be eating it late no more. My cholesterol high. I got to stop doing all this. That's how you get old. You can't be eating stuff late like you was when you were 15, 16 years old. Why? See, back to Colorado, too, yeah. and eats this late. Got the munchies. Well, that's different. Well, C Mac eat this late because he's uh, <clears throat> eating Scooby Snacks and stuff, you know, versus me. Now, I can't do all that. I work for the government, you know, so. <laughs> I don't get to have that much fun. She might be happy. Oh, man. <laughs> but, man, that's, that's I, I got a funny story for you, man. So I like funny. I'm pulling in uh, to the gate this morning, right? Okay. And so, you know, a lot of times when you get to the gate, you know, they like, your vehicle has been chosen for a random inspection. It's never, it's only happened to me a couple times. But today, dude was like, your vehicle's been chosen for random inspection. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I get out, you know, pop my trunk, pop my hood, whatever, this, that, and the third. And he looks at me, he was like, hey, Washington, I got a confession for you. I was like, what? He's like, I only inspected you because you're a Tennessee fan. Go dogs. Have a nice day. I said, man, <laughs> this fool here. I was like, that's okay. I said, because revenge, we're we going to get it this weekend. Don't even worry about it. And he goes, I know. That's why I did it because I don't think we're going to win either. I was like, yep, you're not. Man. Ain't so, yeah, so. man, I had to call him and tell you that. It was funny, man. It was, it was funny, man, but. Ben, good to hear from you. Swain, good to hear from you. Y'all have a, a good weekend. Enjoy the game and go big damn orange. Love it. Love it, man. Good to hear from you. They they look nervous. Oh, they nervous. I mean, Kirby's I would, nervous. I would be too. But I also, I, I, I think it's fair to say that, that Tennessee is nervous on this side as well. In, in a good nervous. I mean, not, not, not the actual team. I don't think the, the team, more, more so the, the fans are, are – a good nervous this week uh just just because uh, i think there's a real understanding that tennessee wins this weekend they're going to the freaking college football playoffs to play for the national championship and, and look playing for an sec championship that's that's freaking awesome too don't don't get it twisted but uh going to atlanta signals that you're playing for a national championship this year mm-hmm. unreal john K. makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up i know right John K says it's being more Hollywood than Swain now. Yes. No. no. Don't don't make me sit here and run down all the things you got going on. That ain't enough. I need some more stuff. That's for sure. So are you are you gonna be doing this sideline thing permanent? Are we allowed to discuss this yet? We can talk about it. It's on the media. I, I'm genuinely asking because you and I actually have not had this conversation off there. Uh, you can talk about it. My name on media guide. I mean, I I think you'd be the no brain decision replacement, but I also didn't know if they were gonna name a a permanent person that quickly, or or if you were just gonna do it until the end of the season and and then then make a final decision over the off season. Or I I didn't know how that was gonna go. I'm I'm the replacement right now. Let's go. Right top back, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, basketball starts on Monday, and I, I heard a rumor I'm not ready, uh, that, that the DJ 
in no the DJ in the arena. I heard he wasn't gonna be back this year. That's your fault. It's your fault, man. I'm blaming you. <laughs> for, for complaining so much. Yeah, it's your fault, man. Is he is it like replacement or just not gonna have a DJ period? I um I, I heard Sterl's doing it. Oh well. I so I, I and, and don't take that as matter of fact. I have not heard that it is matter of fact, but uh, sounds like Sterl's doing it. I guess we'll see Monday. Yeah, man. I mean, or hey, if anybody was at the Lady Vols exhibition on Sunday, maybe they can let us know. Sterl, hey, Sterl, he's been having it turn to another level this year. So, I mean, hey, I don't mind. I don't blame anybody for wanting for basketball. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not ready for basketball right now. I'm not ready. Oh, I feel you. I, was, I, I was am, but I'm so. not. You know, like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am, but I'm not. Because I love the basketball oh, I, team. I love my basketball program. But, like, yeah, it's, it's 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 Georgia week. Like, I feel you. It's just, I, I, it's I'm with you. It's felt weird. Rick Barnes had a media availability today and cranking out basketball content because that is my job for Two Four Seven Sports. I, I am the basketball beat writer. That that is my responsibility. So it it, it has certainly felt weird sharing basketball stuff on, on social media. But I, I think it's going to be a, a real fun stretch run for Tennessee because. Not to get off on a basketball tangent, but Swain, this basketball team, they've they, they, they they've got serious potential. Yeah, I saw what Tom Izzo said, that this is a Final Four team. Tom Izzo also says that about everybody. I'm, I'm more so referencing beating Gonzaga, and it's they, they were legitimately playing their guys and beating them by 19 without Josiah Jordan James. It, it's silly. Amazing, amazing. So, yeah, it's I mean, it's on the media guy right there, man. Ain't no, ain't no secret. I was on the sideline. With a mic, right. with a with a mic uh, flag that says Vault Network. If you listen to the broadcast last week, you heard me reporting uh, a little bit during the game, so it ain't it ain't, it ain't secret. And it's right there in the media guy. It says sideline Jason Swain. So, uh, all right, let's go back to the phone. Good evening. Put a Y in it. Uh, it is a Y. <laughs> it is a Y. Good evening. Who we got there? Everybody know basketball season don't start till January. Vault <laughs> store, aka Curtis. <laughs> you like that? I knew it was no damn Curtis. <laughs> I knew, I knew you would call in to to Sports Animal as Vault Store. I knew I was waiting for it to be something else. And when I heard hey, Curtis, hey, I was hey, like, it, "Oh yeah, yeah, it ain't, it ain't, this ain't no Curtis." You gotta know how to work the system, baby. <laughs> hey man. Uh, you can call in this ball storm. You know. You, you. Oh, I know I can. It's a, it's more fun not to. Oh, uh, yeah. But as soon as you said something, I knew <laughs> who it was. That way you don't see it coming. <laughs> I, hey, the moment, your first word, I was like, oh, that's ball storm. You should have gone with Steve. <laughs> I think I did that the first time. The turkey man. <laughs> you, need, you need to go on as turkey man and try to do a turkey call. Oh, God. I, there, There's no way. Nobody can do that. No, no. There, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. So, so Ben's boy is not going to be at the the games no more. The C, uh huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it doesn't sound like it. I, I was turn I it up, turn it up. Throw the pearl, turn so it up. I, I guess, I guess we'll see. Oh, gosh, thank goodness if, if that is true. Get I don't. Up. I don't wish any ill will towards the guy. I. I just wish he had a different method. Hey, I, I, he. I, I was turned up when he when he was at the games when I was there. I was. I was yeah. juiced. As as turned up as Neyland Stadium, going into the fourth quarter playing friends in low places. That that that's that's on my next agenda. That that's number two on the list. That that's the next thing I'm getting canceled. The fact anywhere. that the fact that Neyland Stadium plays friends in low places, which is a great song. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that they play that going into the fourth quarter of SEC football games to quote get the crowd fired up is is just atrocious. No, it's a that, song after that that does that. Both of them back to back. No, 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 no. Swag, no. They, so, so, they make swag surfing look awesome playing it in front of it. No, so what happens is so they play because when it came on last Saturday, I was paying close attention, and like I saw everyone. You know, holding each other and leaning back and forth, all offbeat and whatever, and singing. And I was like, I wonder what song they're gonna play next. And the song they played next 
was the song that tried to get everybody on their feet and back excited and fired up. I don't what do you, care. That, I don't, that song do you does want not to need to be played to? going into the fourth quarter. Who are you going to change it to? Well, pass me the aux cord. I have Neil and Rockin' in it, and I can assure you the recruits will, will love my my, my selections. I, I'm talking about some Mo Bamba, some Dreams and Nightmare by my beat mill, pass me the ox cord. Neyland's going to explode even more than it already does. I, I know that's probably not your cup of tea, Ballstorm, but the recruits and the players would love it. I can assure you that. This is why you sit at home and type on your computer while you babysit. <laughs> I don't sit at home. I've been at every game this year except Baton Rouge. And I'll, I'll be in Athens on the sideline with Swain on Saturday. Yay! Well, Swain, Swain does need some company. He looks awful lonely down there. You saw me last week? <laughs> I wasn't even looking for you. You said I look lonely down there, so how do you how do you know that then? Because I watched the replay. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was a little lonely. I mean, I was sitting there listening to the broadcast, and you know, no one no one really got hurt. So I didn't have anything to report on, which is good. You know, Hyatt had you know yeah. he got his funny bone um, uh, his funny bone hit on his elbow, so he was tickled. He, yeah, he came out for a little bit, but he was all right. Went back in, uh, did his thing, but. Uh, I was standing right next to the end zone when Jabari Small caught his touchdown. And uh, I saw it de- open up. I saw it develop. And I was like, please, Hendon, don't lead him over here. Please don't lead him over here because I am not trying to uh, have to duck and dodge and throw one of these camera dudes in, in my way. But I will do it. <laughs> I'm not going to let Jabari Small take me out on national television. Mm-mm. <laughs> so end up like Lori Rutledge. Well, she got bulldozed hey, in hey, Sanford. We'll, we'll see if uh... – We'll see if Swain still got the booze in him whenever he sees a player coming at him at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> no, I was I was far away from the action, man. I uh, I was ahead of the play or behind the play. I didn't I didn't get too close, man. I got those reactions, man. I've been enough practices to know. Uh, okay, receivers coming this way. Quarterback might throw it over here. Okay, receiver getting close. Let me get out of the way. Like I I got a <laughs> sense of when that ball's coming. I need Jeremy Banks to to chase somebody out of bounds. Mm-mm. I'll be out oh, the, in your direction. I'll be out the way. Trust me. <laughs> hey, since I've seen some of these Georgia fans do these mental gymnastics, have they considered the fact that uh, their win over Oregon was against the Pac-10 defense? No. Yeah. Mm. I mean – Look, it's impressive, and, and Oregon's doing what they're doing, but the fact of the matter is it's still a Pac-10 defense. It was the first game of the season. Right. Both teams are, and, both teams are different now. And Dan Lanning's first game ever yeah. uh, as a head coach with, with a transfer quarterback that had to fly all the way across America. But Jordan – Georgia's good. Don't get me wrong. Georgia's, Georgia is oh, a yeah. good football team and deserving of the number three spot in the college football rankings. I mean, it ain't number one. Below us. I mean, it ain't number one, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's all right. They're three. I mean, they're deserving of that. And, uh, and, and they're capable of beating us, by the way, too. Just, I need to say that. Yeah. Guys, before I go, I'd much rather have a half-eaten piece of pizza than a club sandwich. See you, boys. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, a a running conversation on Josh and Swain today. Josh was really trying to make it make a club sandwich better than a Italian sandwich. It's a it's a whole running joke. So, anyways, um, Casey, hey, I met Casey at Bama game. Ben, jealous. Yes, I, I am very jealous, and, and will refrain from the joke that I wanted to pull off. Casey says, "Old Ben McKee got me believing." I saw her tweet. Now, now I'm a, I'm going to be feeling bad if <laughs> I, I hype her up and Tennessee fails her. Okay, don't feel bad because you ain't playing, Ben. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like you ain't playing. You ain't calling any plays. There's no reason no, I you did, feel bad. I, I've I've been explaining this all week because I have just I have gone ahead and sharpied in W's next to South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt, and said that if Tennessee wins, 
they're they're going to the college football playoffs, and there there have been some that 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 have reminded me to to not get too far ahead of myself, despite wow. the fact that I I do not play in the game or call plays. Uh, Tennessee ain't losing no Vanderbilt or Missouri or, Missouri. or a overrated South Carolina team that lost to Missouri. Yeah, man, ain't happening. That ain't gonna happen and, unless the the injury injury bug strikes. Yeah. Right. And I promise you, Joe Milton will throw for 300 against those teams. Yeah. South Carolina's quarterback is throwing everybody under the bus <laughs> last week. Poor Montario. He ain't throw Montario under the bus. He threw the offense coordinator under the bus, that's for sure. Well, I'm just saying poor Montario in, in general. Oh, they're good. He getting paid. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, he getting paid. Sweet event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have, and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, do you need an annual health exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Go to the phones this more evening. 865 <laughs> Your radio show isn't even in the morning. No. But it feels <laughs> like the morning show right now, Ben. Leave me alone. Let me let me do my thing. Let me make my mistake. All right. Do you, boo-boo. All right, all right. Let's get to the phones. Good evening. Jay Swizzle, Benjamin, what's up, baby? Hold on, hold on, Big Orange Mac, man. Hold on, Big Orange Mac. Hold on, Mac. I didn't put my earbuds on. Man, Big Orange Mac is superstar out here in these streets. No, no. y'all need to quit that, dog. Y'all need to quit that, man. Big no, Orange man. Mac. Big Orange Mac hit him with the, hit him with the, 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 the 14 piece, the Street Fighter <laughs> combination, the Ryukin. It needed to be done, man. We we've been we've been we've been waiting to clap back on these folks for fifteen years now. And that we we able to clap back, they can't stand. It pisses them off so bad. Then they turn the tables and try to make us look like the bad guy. Man. Come on now. Big Orange Mac. When I saw that video, man, I was like Hey. I'm just waiting for it to get to Facebook, and my mama said, "Now my mama probably gonna cuss me out." Man, like <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could, you know, I could, you know, you know, I could be commenting on that thread now. You know, I can't be doing all I that. I know, I know, I know. But I, I did see the video, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that be orange Mac." Oh my goodness! <laughs> my wife was like, "What you listen?" She's like, "What you listening to?" What you nothing? 
remember, remember when your mom and them used to ask you what you what you doing? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Hey, nothing. That's what. She, that's why. That's why I, 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 I don't know what's worse: getting caught listening to the Big Orange Mac or, or scrolling his Twitter timeline. Man. And I hit I, I hit play without my earbuds in. Oh man, I had to hurry and put it in. What you listening to? Nothing. <laughs> oh man, it's been one heck of a week, man. I I just don't want my mama to hear because I boy I know boy y'all boy she gonna light me up. She gonna get you. She gonna get you. Boys, listen, I've never felt this much confidence confidence in a long time. I'm feeling confident going between the hedges. Uh, you know, hey, they got a couple key pieces out. Uh, looking at the numbers, you know, they don't do so hot against uh, teams that throw up a bunch of points. Uh, I'm feeling real confident. And uh, you need to get your dog catching nets ready. Sway, uh, <laughs> Sw- Swain, you got your dog catching nets. I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm ready. Ben, you got your dog catching nets. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I know Spragans. The dogs is loose. We're going to have to lock them up. <laughs> I know Spragans has his, his prop ready. We're going to have to lock them up. You know, we, I, I'm, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say 42 35. Mm. Might, possibly 38 for UTA. But we're we going to take your dub. I, 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 you, y'all, y'all know I've called into YouTube for a long time. Yep. And, you know, I've been beat down. You know, I've been looking for miracles and prayers and. But now I have the confidence of uh, a young spry young man. That's right. So we can go down there and clap cheeks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you called in for a long time with the same accent. Yeah, hey, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same country uh, country as an outhouse. Y'all know me. That's like, right. Man. Ah, that dude was a clown. Oh, man, that, was, clown. that was fun. That was fun. I ain't going to try to rally you up no more, man. You know you can't be talking like that on this show. Let me stop. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Let me hey, stop I'm, I'm going to get off here so y'all can wrap it up. Man, my man, man. Thank you for calling, man. We always love right. talking to you. All right. Love y'all too, man. All right. Let's much, see much love. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mess around. Let Tennessee get the number one spot. It uh, messed up. They thought it was bad during basketball season and baseball season. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, they didn't mess up. Let them get all three at the same time? They didn't mess up. Let me go back to the phones. They didn't mess up and let Tennessee be the number one team in the country. Oh, boy. They can't tell us anything right now. Good evening. Good evening. How's it going? What's up? What's up, man? Who we talking to this evening? This is Christian from Johnson City. Christian, what's up, man? I don't know the whole lot. Just enjoying watching the balls win like they have been. Uh, just had a quick question. Have you ever seen a coach as calm and collective as Hobble's been this week? Chilling. And also, if you were Georgia and you were going to bracket one of our receivers, how do you decide which one of the three that you would decide to bracket? I'll hang up and listen to y'all's talk. Thank you, guys. Ooh. Oh, man, Christian. I'd pray about it. It's hard to bracket a slot receiver because he got two two way goes. Honestly, he got like three. He had three way go. He can go inside, outside. He can go vertical. Probably easier to do in the red zone. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not my problem. Well, honestly, I would say, all right, Brew. If somebody's gonna beat us, it's going to be you. That's what I would do if I'm if I'm crazy. He's the most unproven one. Yeah, I would say, all right, Brew. I mean, had a good game against Pittsburgh. Had a touchdown against Florida. Did some good things at LSU. We ain't letting High get two hundred yards. We we know what Tillman's capable of doing. Um, we're gonna make these tight ends beat us. I mean, that's that's what I would do. But probably why I'm not defensive coordinator. And I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not. I wish I was a fired head coach, but not a defense coordinator. Man, I wish I was a fired head coach. Who need to win a lottery when you could just be a fired head coach in the SEC? That, that's almost as good. Almost as good. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I don't know, Christian. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> well, and then the other thing is, if they commit all their resources to trying to, to slow down all three or, or even two of them, that means there's not going to be enough in the box to slow down the run. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is a, just a, a massive headache for opposing defenses, as we've seen all season. And, and I think Kirby Smart's going to be the next victim on Saturday. Man, I saw article Athletic. Uh, I want to say from Joe Rex Road, where breaking down this offense, talking to different people and coaches in the in the industry, um, talking about a little bit of the origin of of his offense. Um, remember Jeff Lebby was on that Baylor staff. Jeff Levy was Hypo's offense coordinator in Central Florida. Levy then went to Ole Miss. Now he's at Oklahoma. But there's a lot of Baylor principles in it. There's some principles from Mike Leach, air raid offense when Mike Leach was offense coordinator at Oklahoma when Hypo was the quarterback. There's a little bit of everything. There's things that he created along with Golish. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to stop it. The, the the one question we had about this team, remember, right, was this offensive line. Yeah, they went by eight games, but, you know, we don't know about the offensive line. This offensive line, y'all, three different guys have won lineman of the week in the SEC so far. And this unit is up for the Joe Moore Award. <laughs> I mean, I'll, if you don't get the hint of hooker, it's a wrap. It's over. You don't get the Hendon, it's over. And he's not even running right now. He's not running. He's he being, he being smart, getting out of bounds. Offense so fun to watch. It's just going to come down to Tennessee's defense and if they can get a stop or two, just like they did in the Alabama game. I mean, that that's what it's going to come down to. Can, can the defense get enough stops and – uh, they, they've been getting better and better each week. Obviously, Georgia, much more difficult challenge than Kentucky, but they, they've been getting better each week. And I'm real curious to see how they look against uh, the, the Bulldogs because Byron Young's playing with more and more in confidence. The, the defensive line is playing lights out. You just talked about the offensive line. I, I think the defensive line is playing just as well as the offensive line. It, it's 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 the difference in Tennessee winning seven and eight games or doing what they're doing. The, the play of the line of scrimmage this year on both sides of the ball. that that That's what's been the biggest shock this season is not that you thought the offensive line or defensive line would be bad per se, but I I did not expect them to dominate folks week in, week out. And, and that's why Tennessee had a chance to go to the college football playoffs this year. Mm, mm, mm. The secondary is getting that confidence. You know, I saw Kamal Hatton in the in warm-ups last week. I thought he was going to play. He looked pretty good. Um, I'm assuming he's going to go this week. Josh Heifel has has said multiple times this week and and said it right off the bat after the Kentucky game that they feel like this is going to be the healthiest they have been all season long. But I'll be honest with you, Swain, (laughs) with the way Brandon Turnage and Danico Slaughter played against Kentucky, I wouldn't mess with it. I'd I'd drop those two out there to start the game on Saturday and – I, I I do think Kamal Haddon might be your best corner, but I don't know. It seems like you you you, you captured lightning in a bottle there with slaughter and turnage, and I I wouldn't mess with it until they gave me a reason to. Man, it's just fun. It's fun. We're gonna have fun. What's up? What's up, Ben? When you get to Atlanta, man, you wanna you wanna go to this club I heard about? They got some good wings. <laughs> yes, I'd I'd love to get some wings. Uh, this weekend, I, I'm down if you're down. I ain't, I ain't gonna have no car, man. I ain't messing with you. I can drive you down there. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I ain't messing with you. I ain't messing. I ain't messing with you. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you about, about that off, off, off air. We'll talk about that trip off air a little bit. Oh, you, you, use, your, you, use the burner phone that I gave you. All right, you got it. You got it, man. You got it. I'm got. I don't have any more minutes on it, though, man. You got to put some more minutes on it. Uh, it, it you can send text. 
No, nah, I can't be sending texts now. We got to talk. We got to talk. That's rule one-on-one, man. Can't be sending text now, Ben. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. You, you're right. It just goes to show how sneaky I am. Oh, man. Man, thank y'all for, for joining the program this, this evening. We enjoyed it. Enjoy your team being the number one team in the country. It's going to be a, ph- a phenomenal game this weekend. This is why you're a Tennessee fan, to be able to view your team play in games like this. College game day again, third time for Tennessee. All our balls will be on this matchup. Man, love it, love it. If you're traveling to the game, please be safe. Going home, please be safe. We will be back next Thursday evening at 8.30. Let's talk about it. Hopefully Tennessee is number one in the country and undefeated. For Ben McKee of Go Vols 247, I'm Jason Swain. We hope you have a phenomenal, and I mean phenomenal evening. Peace and love. We are out.